Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tired Girls Club. This is Becca and Jamie, and it is hump day, which means this is a brand new episode. Yes, yes, yes. And it is all about doing hair, slaying hair. Doing hair, hairstyling, doing our journeys, how we got here, what are some perks, some misconceptions, some struggles, our experiences, and what makes it worth it. Yeah. Um, It's a good one. It is. We say that every time. I think all of them are good. They're all good. You know that by now, guys. You know. Okay. Well, um, enjoy the episode, I guess. Enjoy it. Thanks. Hello, everyone. This is Jamie and Becca, and we are Tired Girls Club. We are. We are the club. We are the club of ultimate tired girls because it is eight forty-two a.m. and we've already been doing all the shit today. Yeah, for like over an hour. Yeah, I've actually been up for two hours to be honest. <sighs> Crazy. I would say, oh my god, in eight minutes I've been up for two hours. Who am I? I woke up in the sixes. Did you, though? Well, my because alarm went I, off at 6.50. Okay, yeah, because I called you at 7.10, and you were for sure in bed. Yeah, I was for sure in bed. <laughs> <laughs> but I was awake. Okay, that's fine. I was, like, one, doing counts. those things where I was, like, laying in bed, like, okay, five more minutes. Oh, okay, yeah. Five more minutes. And then you called me. and That's then the, a deadly trap. Yeah. But then you called, and I was like, okay, yeah, all right. It's yeah. time. And um, then I heard how bright-eyed and bushy-tailed you were, and I was like, oh, I know. You were like, what is this? I said. Where are we? You said we some places. Freaky Friday shit. I know. That's it's what, what happened. Look at but I want to be Lindsay Lohan. What? Do I have to be? What's her face? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm, she was the first celebrity I ever met. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You guys are like twins. I know. You're like soul sisters. We are. Um, Sorry. I'm taking a story of Taco because she's joined us today on the pod. She's so fucking cute. Hello, Brian. (laughs) She's like, where's he going? He's not allowed to do that. Okay. Um, Sorry, I feel like that's rude, and I shouldn't have done that right now in this moment. I mean, I don't think it's rude. I think it's necessary. I did it for the gram, you know? Yeah. I mean, and she's just so beautiful. How could you not? It was so cute. You're going to see it on our story if you're watching today at this time, which you are not, because this is probably in the future. Whoa. Whoa. The Matrix. We are in the Matrix. The Vortex, Abraham Hicks calls it. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Esther. Um, Esther told me. Oh. Abraham told you. Abraham told me through Esther. Yeah, she's... He, them, they? They. Are they? What is their... Power couple. What is their... um, Oh, God. I don't fucking know what the hell... You know, like, their pronoun... Ooh, Ooh, it is 2019. You got to make sure it's correct. I know. What are they? It's they. It has to be they. they. It has to be they. I think that's just like neutral. They yeah. is neutral. Yeah. yeah. has to be. Yeah. Okay. They. Um, um, On that note. What are we talking about today? 
Oh, doing hair. Yes, we are hairstylists. If you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. I'm sure the majority of you know. Probably. But we are going to kind of talk a little bit about what it's like to be in the hair industry and our experience and why we got into it and everything. Um, yeah. That's how we met, JMO. It is. Way back, way back in the day, doing hair. That's why we're friends. This yeah. is our, our common thread. This is. Right here. This is where the universe intertwined our souls yes to say the least well or the sh- most shall we pull a card we shall pull a card okay we're gonna pull an oracle card dear universe dear universe what is the boss bitch leo season energy for um this podcast on doing hair and hair styling what is this is, this is what, too much what are you doing I'm like Jamie in her chair every time. <laughs> I know. She just There's can't just get it together. Much. One like of these this thing is here and hey, these things are there. But you know what that means? What? One of these days we're not going to be here recording this podcast. We're going to be somewhere else. No, we're going to have a little area. We're going to have our own studio with our own chairs that are like better yes. and don't roll away no. from this table. We're no. going to be recording. Okay, anyway, that's beside the point, I think, at this moment. Yeah, We're trying to pull a card. The card's like, what do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what is the energy for this pod today all about hair? hair? I think that's I it. I think this is the one. That should be the What's that face for? <gasps> the dolphin? Again? Is that real? Should we have it a law that we can't have double? Yeah. Okay. At least not until we've gone through a lot. Whoa. Whoa. I feel like the, that was the universe being like, nah, bitch, you're getting double. Or no. I don't know. I think it is. I think it has to be the dolphin energy. Dang. Wow. I know, and I'm trying to put it back, but I can't. There's a force. <laughs> She's just holding them. She's very confused. Her hands are erect. <laughs> always erect ew all right dolphin energy okay. here it is dolphin energy again the cards have spoken how are we gonna make this picture different if we get the dolphin twice well we're just gonna have to switch it up okay <laughs> oh it's another upside down triangle that means water okay dolphin all right um i'm a bit shook why i don't know i feel almost a little upset I know, me too. I'm disappointed. Yeah. What if we... (laughs) I'm like, what if we just pull it again? And if we get the dolphin a second time, then... It's meant to be. Then it's meant to be. Sorry. I know it's probably against the rules of everything Oracle and... Dear... Yeah. I don't know. We can have some loving, healing energy, but I feel like that's not what we... No. That's not the energy I want. Universe, wow. Oh, wow. We sound like bitches. I know. Sorry, universe, but guess what? This is my reality. <laughs> We're going to stand strong in our Leo power. And We're going to get what strong. we want. Yes. Okay. What is the energy for... Hold on. What if I did it differently? What is the energy for Becca and I's career behind the chair? What is the energy that Becca and I have at Urban Betty Salon being behind the chair doing here getting specific here it is is it the fucking dolphin what is it show me show me show me is it the goddamn turtle no what is it is it the one on top is it the fucking vulture yeah dude why is it doing it to us okay what's the one on top of the vulture or is it i'm scared oh no let me see 
It's something different. We're going to take it. The universe is going to be like, listen, bitches. Maybe this isn't whatever. How did we pull? You know what I think it is? What? So, you know how in like um, Vegas and stuff with blackjack and things, you can bend the cards a little bit and then you're, they're more likely to come out. Yeah. Magic magicians. Yeah. Because we've already pulled these cards, they already have our energy on them. So Probably. they're like, we know you. We know you. Let's hang yeah. out. Let's hang out. Yeah. And we're saying, hey, we want to be friends with everyone in this deck. Yes. So. Yes. Okay. We pulled a dolphin, which is a. We pulled a regular. Owl. Oh. Pfft. <laughs> okay, universe. I see you. I know. I think oh the dolphin gosh. is supposed to be. The owl is a secondary. Okay. The dolphin was all about love. And I just went to the dolphin, of course. An oh. alien intelligent healer. Okay. Thank you, dolphin. I do love you. Um, this one is a regular side triangle with a line through the top. Is that air? Well, it's got to be. It's an owl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this. Okay. As okay. long as you like it, I'm happy. As long as- we got two black cards today. I know. What does that, what does that mean? I don't fucking know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so owl. It says abundance, clairvoyant, Ooh. and treasures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about abundance in terms of this career path. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Okay, so it says. And treasure. I like treasure. Who doesn't? I'm, and I'm clairvoyant. No. What's that mean? I don't know. Okay, so the owl is a mysterious and otherworldly creature found in folklore from east to west. The white owl in this particular deck is the companion of the goddess Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Lakshmi mm. and represents wealth, beauty, and good fortune. Okay, yeah, we were supposed to have the owl. This is us. Okay. Um, when the owl card appears, it is an omen that a boon or treasure is on the way either in spiritual or material form with owl wisdom on your side you'll see and know exactly what to do with this boon how it can further serve your dharma and bring abundance to the world i like it trust that the wellspring of treasures is infinite i like it wow okay, okay. so when in balance generous trusting secure when out of bun- <laughs> when out of balance money quarrels and scarcity to bring into balance an offering i like it that's like perfect. It. I think it's perfect. That was perfect. I Thank you. I think we just showed the Oracle deck that we're just kind of a little bit bratty. I think we did too. It's fine. But it did give us the perfect card. We know what afterwards. we want. Yeah. You and know what? We want some abundance with our careers. And that we so want much? different cards every fucking episode. What's the big deal? Yeah. Why is that so much to ask? It's there's not. like, how many cards are in there? Like 70? Enough. There's got to be a lot. I want to say there's 70. I'm going to say there's 40 something. Okay, maybe. I don't know. You're the one that touches it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I just guess. Yeah. Rub it. Uh, <laughs> see, see if you're really clairvoyant. We got to look up that word. That's what I'm going to do right now. I think it means like intuitive. You're intuitive. Um, but I think also clairvoyance is um, involves actual spirits and afterlife and stuff like that. Yeah, that's you. How do you spell clairvoyant? I don't know. R. C L A I R, Claire, Claire, clairvoyant boy, yeah. Okay, it says, having or claiming to have the power of seeing objects or actions beyond the range of natural vision. Um, okay, like witches. It says the supernatural power of seeing objects or actions removed in space or time from natural viewing. Quick, intuitive knowledge of things and people. Okay. Cool. 
All right. So now we know what clairvoyance is, and you do too. Everyone does. Everyone's on the same page. Yep, we're here. We're here. Well, Beck, why don't you tell me, how did you get into doing hair? Ooh. Are you a hairstylist? Oh, my God. I am a hairstylist. Wow. What got you into that? Hairstylist by day. Um, So my journey is... It was a rough one leading up to doing hair. I think we've talked about our, uh, you know, high school life and not being good students and all this sort of shit. That was me. And I didn't even realize it was leading me to this point in time. I tell all my clients whenever they ask me, I say, um, doing hair was like plan F for me. It was not something I did because... I was super passionate about hair. And I tell my clients this. Like, they know. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, it's not something that I got into because I always wanted to do it. And I just love the industry and all this sort of shit. That was not, that was not it. Um, I got into it because I changed my major three times. I spent five years in school getting a two-year degree. (laughs) I was overwhelmed I stopped going to school and had to work full-time ended up getting a job at Urban Betty Salon just at the front desk and saw that these girls seemed to have it all you know they um, were having fun they enjoyed their day they for the most part liked their clients the clients were nice it was an upbeat atmosphere there was a lot of flexibility and chicks at our salon can make money yeah which is awesome. Yeah. And not something that I even realized was possible. Not a lot of people do. Yeah. And and it's definitely not the case everywhere. Mm-mm. You know, not even every salon, definitely not every city. There's no. like, this is the prime place to be. But even in Austin, I feel like other salons in Austin are maybe not as lucrative yeah. as urban betty yeah so we are i feel very lucky blessed hashtag blessed for sure um i think everything i think i i manifested that part in my life to be there i knew what i wanted in a job i wanted the flexibility i wanted an upbeat atmosphere i wanted to be able to do it wherever i wanted a skill i wanted real interaction genuine interaction with people um I didn't realize that that was going to be how I got it, Mm -hmm. but it is. And it's honestly, it is perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What about you? How did you get into it? Um, I thought I wanted to go to school for graphic design and advertising. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. Oh, learning new things. Yeah. Bye. I love you. Adios. Um, Have a good day. He looks really excited to go to work. Yeah. Look at that. (laughs) that hair that hair i know he needs to get a haircut <laughs> i don't uh, side note i do not do brian's hair anymore i just said whatever yeah well, we can talk about that later. yeah anyway um let's see so you wanted to be a graphic designer advertise mm-hmm. ad- advertisement mm-hmm. yep and i wanted to do like marketing and stuff like that and um you'd the- be good at that <clears throat> you kind of do that with the pod mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah so you're manifesting that. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Well, it was really interesting because, like, I was going to start – because I graduated high school early. I was 17. <clears throat> so I was going to start, like, taking my uh, gen eds – is that what that is? General yeah. education uh, – at this um, technical school in Milwaukee, a suburb of Milwaukee. 
And then this lady was like, well, you know, you're going to have to like move away to a big city. And like, um, if you want to like make it in this career, like, are you going to move to Milwaukee? And I was like, I don't fucking know. I was like, kind of just like stumped on my hopes and dreams at that point. I was like, damn, were you you scared of moving to a new city? I just didn't know what the fuck I wanted. I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was going to start like going to a technical school because I didn't know like what college I wanted to go to or anything like that. Even like I just didn't know, you know, I can't make a fucking decision to save my life. Yeah. So I was just kind of like discouraged and I was like, damn, well, I thought I knew what I wanted to do, but I guess I don't now. And um, me and my mom were just kind of like walking around the school and I was my mom's like, well, do you want to see what else they have to offer? And like the lady like took me over to like the interior design area. And I was like, this is even more fucking like unrealistic than (laughs) doing graphic design and marketing and advertisement. I was like interior design i took interior design in high school and failed it and really how did your high school even have that see i'm we jealous had bullshit. Wow. but i handed in every assignment and i did every project and i still failed interior design is what? not my shit yeah i know well i th- also think my teacher hated me but that's besides the point mm. um i think she just wanted me like out of her class and never to take her class again oh i was a terrible student too um <laughs> i've had teachers At least actually you did stuff yeah um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so then me and my mom were just kind of like walking around the school because I was like, fuck this lady. Like, she's annoying. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Like, she needs a new job. And then we walked past um, the cosmetology area and this girl was doing makeup. And I was like, cool. And I always like did makeup. And I was mm-hmm. like, huh. So I told my mom, I was like, what if I did like makeup? And then she's like, well, then we need to tour schools that are made for makeup and not like a technical school. And I was like, okay. So I toured a Regency school, which was Redken. And then Uh I toured a Paul Mitchell school and an Aveda school. And I went to an Aveda school. And they talked me into doing cosmetology and not aesthetics because I wanted to do like makeup and like skin yeah and they talked me in see my decisions have been made for me my whole fucking life (laughs) um and i was like okay fine i guess i'll do cause because then i can do it all but then i love doing hair yeah like i love it and i was still able to do facials and i was still able to do makeup and i think that's something that i miss is like having like a spa to work in like in the middle of my day oh that would be so nice Just being friends with a massage therapist yeah. or someone that does skin and yeah. facials and shit all the time. Oh, yeah. My skin is Ugh, the worst it's ever looked be awesome. because I don't like I don't just get facials for free anymore. I know. That's stupid. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it. And it's just like opened so many doors for me. So yeah. it's just so interesting. Like all of these things I thought I wanted are kind of coming like full circle, though. Like you said, mm-hmm. like kind of with the podcast and like everything I'm. I needed to do that in order to get to where I'm at now. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same exact way. I spent so much of, and as everyone does, you spend so much of your life just going to school, elementary school, junior high, high school, college, and that literally is your whole entire life up through your yeah, you know, late teens, early 20s. And for me, I just straight up needed a break, you know, and that led me to a job a job that I loved and then a job that I hated, which brought me into Urban Betty. And I can't say I exactly loved the front desk, but I loved the place enough to stick it out for over a year and go through school and do everything. And at that point for me, it was 
kind of my Hail Mary throw, my last-ditch effort of getting my life together. I had started school, college at three different places, kind of dropped out. I think officially I've dropped out. I dropped out. I don't think I ever even withdrew from my final classes. I think I just stopped doing it. And, you know, all at the cost of my parents, my grandparents who were helping pay for everything. So I felt like I... I didn't want to waste my time. I didn't yeah. want to waste their money. I didn't want to get a degree in something that I could never use. That was going to be a waste, you yeah. know, or a degree in something that I didn't even like or want or feel confident in. And at the same time, I didn't feel confident going into school anyway, Going transferring into real, um, you know, the the bachelor's part of my program. I was not a good student. I didn't know how to... I didn't, I really didn't know how to succeed in school. I can relate to you on that. And there's a part of me that's like, you know, I wanted to go to school for marketing and advertisement. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have succeeded in the same way that I would now. Yeah. And like, cause same thing, like I was a terrible student. I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't willing to put in the work at that time, you know? And I think doing hair was perfect for a girl that just turned 18, like, Mm -hmm. and wanted to have a creative outlet. And you were 18 when you went. Yeah, I was 18 for like a month. I just turned 18. Damn, how old was I? 23? Yeah, I was doing hair for 10 years on the 14th of this month. It's crazy. I was 23 or 24. I don't even know where we are anymore. I'm 26 now, so yeah. yeah. Where are we? Wow, I don't know. Yeah. 10 um, years yeah. doing hair. But like that's in a, that, That's though, like a feat. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of where I'm at right now is I'm like, I've been behind the chair for a very long time. And, like, I'm just kind of burnt out a little bit, I guess I could say. Um, Just because, like, yeah, you have, like, your different clients and everyone's hair is different. But it's, like, I don't know. I just, it's become a job now. Yeah. And I'm good at it. But what I was going to say earlier is, like, through all that I've learned, like, doing hair. Like, I worked at a salon that I helped open. I've worked at Urban Betty that, you know is great and like successful and I've worked at salons that aren't and I've seen what works for people as far as advertising getting people in the chair marketing yourself as like Mm -hmm. a person professionalism like all of the things that I could have spent money on a degree for right I've learned through experience by doing here yeah that's awesome and that's Mm -hmm. important um I have a statistic that I heard when I was in beauty school that said um only one in I want to say it was one in 10 people that graduate only, yeah, only one in 10 are still doing cosmetology after five years. Really? Yeah. So it's not something that, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. I don't think people do even realize that, like, just like going to traditional college or university, that's hard. You know, you spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of dedication that goes into that. And the same amount of hard work has to go into that. I think for me, um, procrastination was always my biggest thing and going, forcing myself through beauty school. It really felt like forcing myself getting up. I went to an Aveda school also, and we had three 12 hour days was full time or three 10 hour days was full time. So I went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from nine to eight 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then worked in the salon Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I had Sundays off for over a year. And those 10-hour days were a lot. That's why you can do it at Urban Betty now, though. Yeah, exactly. And so it did prime me for that. But also with procrastination and dedication, it was, you know, let's say in college you have an assignment that's due in two weeks you know you have two weeks to do that shit and even then I would wait two and a half weeks and then do it and then cry about it and turn it in and still get a B right but when someone comes in and sits in your chair and they want a haircut you that's your time like that's you can't tell them to go away you can't say I'll do this another time you have to do it right then right there no matter what it is and you have to fucking do it well yeah I worked for a woman that was like if you're working all day and you have a haircut at eight o'clock and you Mm -hmm. rush through it and you half-ass it that just shows that you're a half-ass hairstylist and I was like damn and I think that's kind of what it is about me feeling burnt out is just like giving other people me and my energy all fucking day and I double book I haven't been double booking lately just because like it's summertime and not a lot of people are getting their hair done right now but like I will fucking hustle my ass off and double book and just like get it done and let's explain what double book is because I'm sure there are a lot of people that aren't hairstylists so say somebody comes in and they get like their roots touched up right so I'll touch up their roots and then while they sit someone else comes in and they get a highlight so then I highlight them and then when they're sitting I rinse out the color and either cut or blow dry their hair and then when they're done I finish the other one and yeah there's no time to sit and there's no time to eat there's no time to take a fucking piss like it's just (laughs) work and I've always worked like that like I've was like I had to double book I mean right away in my career so I feel like that was something that is just normal to me. I don't Mm -hmm. like just sitting around. I don't like waiting and like checking my phone like, oh, my God, okay, is it like, is it time to rinse? Is it time to rinse? Like, oh, my God, it's only been 50 minutes and then I'm sitting in the break room and I'm eating and I'm listening to like. Time is money. Time is fucking money. And I don't want my time to be wasted when it comes down to like working. Like if I'm making commission, I need to be working. I think that our industry and our job is so we are so empowered in that way where we really do know and feel time is money we are you know we at urban betty we're commission-based we're employees and that's not what it's like other places other places Mm -hmm. you're you know we can explain that, but you can like rent a chair for your time, and then you keep everything that you make. But then, but you there's just to... so much overhead. You have to buy the color. Yeah. There's so mm-hmm. much overhead when it comes down to owning a salon. Like growing yeah. up, I thought I wanted to own a salon. Like mm-hmm. I there's thought no way I would ever oh, want to do that. Dude, fuck that shit. I worked for Seriously. a company that I was going to buy into their company and like make my own salon through that, and then that fell through. And like, just I ended up moving back to Austin, and it was just like. No, I was sitting there shampooing one day looking at the color wall and I was like, that's so much fucking money right yeah. there. Yeah. All the shampoos, the mm-hmm. fucking water bill, the electric bill. Could you imagine rent? rent? Like, no, there's thing. way too fucking much overhead for yeah. a hair to own a hair salon. Like I'd much rather be an employee. Yeah. And as an employee, we make commission. But that being said, if you don't have a client and you're scheduled for that time, you're literally not making money. No. It's not, you don't get, we don't have an hourly wage. We're not Salary. just sitting there twiddling our fucking thumbs all day, pretending like we're doing work on a computer and, you know, it's not the office. No. It's fucking hustling. Yeah, exactly. Working. And it's physical. It's physically demanding. Like my 
fucking lower back. My shoulders are tight. And I've only been doing it full time on my own for, I mean, I guess it's been about two years, but it's really starting to kick in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine after 10. And I mean, I worked at salons where like heels are mandatory. I have like, I would work 10 hour days, 12 hour days in fucking heels. Like I, uh, I just think about it a lot. Like, I don't know. I, I had this idea of like, I mean, they're like, own this badass salon. And now I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to own anything near a salon. Um, but definitely, like, I don't know. It's it's an interesting world. What could you say are maybe some, like, stereotypes? Can you debunk any or can you validate oh. any? Um, stereotypes of hairstylists. And, like, hair salon and culture. Hair salons. Um, we're all addicted to coffee. Yes. That's a fact. Yes. 100%. Thank you, Summer Moon. Thank yep. you, Teo. Yes. Thank you, Starbucks. Thank I don't you. really like Starbucks. Well, I don't, but a lot of people do, and a lot of people get it in the yeah, morning. That's um, true. That's true. Yeah. So let's see. There's a, that a lot of hairstylists are just fucking crazy. Yep. Um, I will say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Or crazy, like, and crazy as in just nuts or party, super party girls. Um, yeah, that's yeah. in fact true. true. And it's just because we do have so much flexibility and we are, you know, for the most part self run mm-hmm. when our salon, we don't have people where it's detrimental to their career, but it is detrimental to a lot of people's careers. Yeah, um, I agree. Let's see that. I think I hate when people are like hairstylists are stupid and they only went to school oh, yeah. because they're they could only do hair but yeah, it's like at the end one. of the fucking day first off hold up we had to take chemistry that's all hair color is is fucking chemistry mm-hmm. um anatomy and fucking math like angles yeah. with haircuts and shit yeah. like it's we are creative and we are using our brains just in a different way yeah and it is a career where it does like have flexibility so you can have other hobbies right. some of the smartest fucking people that i've ever met our hairstylist like the woman that I did my apprenticeship with she's like she took an online class at Yale for fun (laughs) and you know what there's so many I'd say at probably half the people at least at Urban Betty have a four-year degree yeah Nina smartest fucking person I've ever met yeah Hannah has one I mean I could name so many of the girls that work there that have a degree and they make more money and are happier and more successful doing hair. I make more money than my sister that has a degree and a master's in teaching. And I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And we get benefits at Urban Betty, which Mm -hmm. is really cool, too. Um, I think that a lot of people think that just because we're hairstylists and have gone to school that we know everything about everything or we could just whip out an amazing crazy editorial updo like no one's business or that we're masters of everything when everyone has their strengths yeah you know yep I don't I think that some people come in with really unrealistic expectations for their own hair and what they can achieve and then when we try to say hey this is science yeah (laughs) and this is what reality is yeah they think that we're being bitchy or we don't know what we're doing or yeah, something like fault. that. We're not wizards, so all of right, a sudden right. we suck. Yeah. I had one girl tell me before that I was a cunt and she couldn't believe that people let me color their hair. I was like, oh, okay. You're wow. nice. 
Yeah. I her hair looks fucking beautiful. I'm sure it did. Oh, I bitched her out right back. Yeah. Don't you, fuck with me. You gotta. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes. God, girlfriend. No, no, no. Sit down. <sighs> um, but yeah, I think I I like the the flexibility and the freedom that we have. Mm-hmm. At least at Urban Betty. It's not like that everywhere. Oh, I yeah. worked at salons where you are a fucking slave. Yeah. But Urban yeah. Betty's amazing. Oh, it's like, the best place. Seriously. I don't. And the fact that we can come on a podcast Un, um, solicited by the salon and just say Urban Betty is literally an amazing place to work yeah. I think says a whole lot yeah because there's it, so much keep going oh I mean I think Shelly has created such a culture for us there that is loving and welcoming and focused on our own growth inside and outside the salon and she really cares and everybody therefore really cares and I don't know. Is the personality thing a thing that gets talked about? That is that like a secret? What? That we take the disc test? I don't think so. And I think they're doing the love languages test now for everyone. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So basically everybody that works there, the way that you create a salon culture, you have to be selective of who's allowed in, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think for me, going back to when I first started and just being lucky, I could have gone to any salon I could have had any personality but the fact that I went there and I was I fit the profile yeah to me is not coincidence yeah you know like I feel like I was really drawn there for whatever reason how did you find Urban Betty um I so I worked I had just moved to Austin um I needed a place to get my hair done so I was researching salons and since urban betty's the top salon in austin it came up of course and i liked the name i thought it looked cute based on the website i never made an appointment i um i think i booked stuff online a couple times but then changed it or moved it but i and i never came in but i followed them on instagram and then i ended up hating the job that i got when i worked out here at um, one of the hotels in town just absolutely hated it and they posted an Instagram ad looking for front desk. And that's exactly what I did in the hotels, work front desk. So I thought to myself, perfect, I can get my hair done. I can work front desk. This looks really cool. Um, I'm just going to go for it. So I basically, I was out of town when I saw the Instagram ad. I didn't have my computer with me. So I sent an email to Hallie and said, hey, I saw this Instagram ad. I don't want to miss out on the opportunity, but I'm not in town, but I would really... I, I want this. And I straight up, I don't think I ever felt so much um, like want, but I knew. I just, I straight up knew. I was like, this this is being posted for me. Yeah. Like, I just, I knew that. You knew it. Yeah. I, I knew it. And so I thought, this is, this is it. I emailed Hallie, said, hey, I'll be back in town in a few days. I'm going to come in, bring my resume whatever and she just emailed back and was like okay we'll take this here's like the official application fill it out bring that to and so then I did I walked in I think Hallie had a good first impression she always says that she's like oh this really cute little blonde girl just walked in and whatever had a had a good thing went through my whole peer interview with Nina and Molly cute yeah um and then yeah next thing you know I was hired I love it I'm coming up on three years next month like August 15th or something was the day. June 8th, Aww. 2014 was the day that I started Urban Betty. I mean, I moved home in the between first time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. We had just missed each other. Mm-hmm. So, because Jamie worked there, then she left, 
Then I started working there, and then she came back. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. I moved uh, out of the state. That's the only reason why I left. Yeah. Yeah. So. Want to hear something cute, too? Yes. So when I. Let's see. When I was leaving, I went and dropped off my resume and stuff at Urban Betty right after leaving work one day. So I was in my like work professional clothes anyway. Uh huh. And um, when I went to my car, there was a ladybug on my windshield, and I thought that's weird and cute. And so I drove down. Um, then on my first day of work, when I first started. Another ladybug on my windshield. Aww. And when I went and drove up to Aveda to take the tour there, there was a ladybug on my windshield. I love that. I know. Isn't That's that so weird? Cute. No, I love it. It's not weird at all. Every single, like all the big first moments, there's been a ladybug. This little ladybug. And ladybugs are a symbol of luck. They are. And beauty. I love that. So, oh my God. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's so perfect. Right? Is my, the universe giving me a little gift? I love Whenever it. I see him, so. I love it. I know. What are some, um, what would you say are some of the major, like the major perks and alternatively the struggles that come with being a hairstylist? Well, we'll start with struggles, obviously, being mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually draining. Yeah. <laughs> it will suck your soul. Yeah. Um, but it is also so rewarding at the same time just to like be so tired but then like when that person just loves their hair and you can tell that they feel so pretty when they leave it's like oh girl yes this is why I do it yeah um perks the flexibility working nights I love working nights Mm -hmm. I like having my mornings to do whatever the fuck I want and yeah um making people feel pretty and like making connections with people and talking to people it's like hanging out all day just doing hair and talking and being fun yeah, I think I got into doing hair because of the people aspect. That's really what draws me to it. Yeah. Is that real connection you can make with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I agree. What about you? Pros and cons? Um, I mean, the biggest pro, yeah, is meeting people, getting that connection. Um, there is a lot of, I can agree with the kind of gratification. It's a very, it's not a thankless job you know yeah. you you are told constantly oh wow you're so great thank you thank you and yeah. um that's always nice obviously it that kind of helps keep me in a positive mindset every day because I'm not dreading going to work it's mm-hmm. instead I know I know this client and I'm looking forward to seeing them and catching up with them and it becomes more of a relationship that I really enjoy and we're both happy for the experience you know that's the biggest pro for me um I think the con is mm, I don't really know if they're yeah it's just it's physically demanding it takes it does take a lot out of me there are a lot of nights where I come home and I just straight up die for two hours and lay in my bed with my legs up and can't move or need to take a nap or uh just need to not talk to somebody for an hour or so so it is it's it can be very draining but there are so many I you get what you give right or you you know you attract who you are right isn't that what your they vibe say? attracts your vibe. What you get. <laughs> something like that so I think if you go just like any job I guess if you go into it 
with a positive mindset, looking for what can I learn, what can I give, then it's going to be a good experience. And I think that's how I try to go through my career. And therefore, I've gotten a lot of really, really, really awesome clients that I just, I really do just enjoy. Question. Yeah. Can we pause this? Sure. It's my poop time. Ew. I'm sorry. Okay, well, we're still recording for a second. Run, don't poop in my, on my kitchen. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you, what was I going to ask you? Um, what are some ways that you feel you could be better in your career? And in hair specifically. I guess sometimes I feel like I could be a little bit more positive. Um, I feel like I need to like just practice gratefulness more at the salon than I do. I feel like because I've been doing it for so long, it just becomes a routine that it's like something I have to do now. Mm -hmm. And when I get there, it's not like that because then I get to like talk to people like we said earlier and like, it's like, it's fine that way. But it's like getting there that I need to just be like, you know what? I get to go to work today and yeah. I get to like work at Urban Betty and I get to like, it's such a privilege and a gift and like yeah. to be able to do what we do. Yeah. So I need to just like refocus my mind. That's right. Like, I could be better. That's totally fair. I mean, I think anyone would say the same after doing hair for 10 years, <laughs> you know, that's a long ass time. What about you? Um, I think I could be better. Um, I mean, for me, I'm, I am really still just starting out and building. Um, I've only been on my own for eight months, nine. So I think I could be better by honestly being a little more vulnerable with my clients and a little more honest about that. Yeah. Um, I think some people know only a couple of my clients, a couple of my clients were from my apprenticeship were mm-hmm. some of errands that I now have on my own. So they know, um, I have a couple that saw me in beauty school. So they know I have only a couple that I've really shared my whole journey. Truthfully. Yeah. A lot of people will ask me, um, how long have you been working here? And I'm like three years because that's not a lie. Yeah. Like I have worked there for three years, but the first year and a half of it was just the front desk, like literally not doing hair at all. Ah. But what, well, when it, did you start doing hair? Cause I know Aveda, you are doing hair at school. Right. Right. So when was that? Um, I think it was, let's see, I started, it's been two years. Yeah. Cause I started school in January and I was, we were on the floor, I think in June. But were you cutting mannequin hair? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, that counts. I mean, you're so, yeah. doing it. Yeah. So, like, January. So, like, two years. Um, but no one, I don't know. So I kind of pick and choose who I tell certain things to. And so, in turn, I think I probably do come off a little, like, dishonest or a little, you know, people. It's not me being vulnerable. Sure. Where if I were to just be like, yeah, honestly, I'm a new stylist. I've been doing this for a few months. Like, let me know whatever I can do to make your experience better. I think that would build relationships better. Yeah. Um, And with that, I could be better by doing more classes or watching more, asking more questions or something. But I do, 
I do try to do that. Yeah. And I do it when I can. I need to get better at doing classes too. I just, I get so annoyed <laughs> doing classes because it's like, it's the same shit all the time. Like, mm-hmm. balayage was like really fun. So we're all doing balayage and taking balayage classes all the time. But then like now the thing is like root shadow roots and a root smudge, but it's like, all that is is a highlight with a darker toner at the roots blended right. into a lighter toner at the end. So it's just like it's it's same the same technical thing that I've been doing forever. It's just a different word to it. Right. So I'm I've lost my inspiration that way. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, what's next for you? That was going to be my other question is where do you think it's going? I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's behind the chair anymore. Well, where would you want it to go? It doesn't have to be. Nobody said, but if you can manifest something right here, right now, live. We're doing it. On air, like. We're doing it. Like, I, kind of like talking earlier, like, I want to be in a place where I'm, like, podcasting and, like, my YouTube channel and, like, all of that. Like, I love that. And, like, that's what gives me, like, passion and inspiration to, like, and even my YouTube channel now more so than my first one. Like, I look back on that and I'm like, whoa. (laughs) what a different world what a different person that was you know so I feel like I I feel more confident in my voice now and like I want to do something where I can have my voice be my business would you make hair your side hustle or would you stop doing it altogether it's my side hustle right now yeah um I think the next step would be to yeah stop altogether but I mean I don't know what that looks like yet. So yeah. day by day. I think there's there would still be so much value in having it as a side hustle because maybe you do take clients one day a week or two days a week and you have your, you know, that's your side hustle. That That's like you're spending money, right? Like yeah. you're just playing around and get to make ha- people happy and stay stimulated with all kinds of different conversation and meeting all kinds of different people. I think that's where... That's where I find value in our job is in the people that I meet and the connections that you make because maybe your client is like the, you know, CEO of P. Terry's and all of a sudden P. Terry's, you know, you have a direct connection and now they want to sponsor us or something or sponsor you or, you know, because I think you're just, if anything, it's just building bridges, you know? Totally. And that's something that like I think about and I appreciate and like even people like Nina and Shelly like they're great people for us to know but like I as far as doing the physical work that'll get old and I'm sure you won't want to have to do that so do you want me to be like vulnerable like and just like straight up be honest right now yeah so I manifested not manifested I wrote down in my manifesting manifesting journal what I like an idea of what my life looks like in the future let's hear it and Uh, Me and this person were not talking at this point, but I always knew like that's something that was important to me. And like me and this person who may or may not be a significant other, we're trying to figure that out. I don't know really what's going on. (laughs) Who might be your husband? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe he he is is. my husband. He is. He who shall not be named at this moment because life. Who knows? But yeah, (laughs) Um, like him being in my life for sure, and like. It's so interesting talking to you about like him doing our logo yesterday because I mean, I envision him like designing merch for us and stuff like that. And then you and I like having the podcast and like Brian having his podcast and I like 
thought about him like working for Dear Media, like Ooh, alongside oh, that's a of cool idea. Yeah, but like in in the manifesting journal, I'm like, but Brian has like common chaos that's like on Apple Podcasts, and like he has his own, but he has his job offer, and he doesn't know what he's gonna take because like Becca's like Tired <laughs> Girls Club, and then I was like, maybe Brian wants to be our manager. I don't know, and then maybe Brian wants to manage with Dear Media. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And then that would be cool. He would be great. Yeah. And then, um, like traveling and touring and like doing shows, like I tagged you and like the lady gang and stuff like that. Or even just like me, like speaking, like I want to like speak, like do a Ted talk maybe or something like that. And like traveling and like Alex doing jujitsu and like tattoo com like conventions and stuff like that. Should I said his name? (laughs) (laughs) Shout Um, out. Hey, um, (laughs) So him like doing like tattoo conventions or jujitsu tournaments and stuff like that. And just like that being life. But like, yeah, it's a lot of hard work. And like even just like we've me and Alex have talked about like doing like a tattoo, like aftercare kind of like system like that would be fucking cool, cool to have. And like just all of these things that that's like what I envision my life like 10 years from now, just being this like boss bitch traveling doing things like making a difference and like doing the things I love yeah and I mean that's kind of where I can relate to Lauren when she's like don't do it for don't do it for the only purpose of making money like do it because you love it and the money will come right right. you know and like that's just something where I'm trying to like switch my mindset of like okay yeah I'm doing hair right now but hair is allowing me to have my mornings where I can like do my fitness do my podcast have my free time um and then make the money that I fucking need to because I hustle at work. And right. so I'm grateful for everything that hair is doing for me and allowing me to do right now. It's a stepping stone in the direction where I want my life to go. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that answer. Yeah. Thank you for being vulnerable <laughs> yeah. and sharing your <laughs> manifestations. Yes. That's awesome. I feel similarly. I think that um, this is a great place to be in at this moment in time in our lives I think that I well I know that I've always saw myself doing a bunch of different things Mm -hmm. I've I've always known that I was never the kid that knew I was going to be a doctor one day and just studied hard and worked hard and laser focused and became one like that was not me ever at all about anything every time you asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up I had a different answer so I was always all over the place but I always kind of reveled in that idea I always liked having options I never ever 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 want to feel stuck or trapped in something that I even something that I like or don't like I I want to be able to move around and have that freedom and flexibility and I see my future um I mean the near future I'm only two years in my career where you're 10 Mm -hmm. so I still have some time in perfecting that and getting to a place that I feel comfortable in um in making enough money to you know support myself but all that comes with me just doing it you know um it comes with time and like that's a thing that feeling comfortable and confident Like, I have these dreams of what I want things to look like. But as of right now, like, in the present moment and just, like, sitting with, like, what life looks like right now, Mm -hmm. I think it's 
yeah, like I said, the stepping stone is the right. perfect place. And like for you, like I think it's great and you're killing it and like you're doing your podcast, you're like doing jujitsu, you are like doing I have here ideas for other stuff that I wanna do. Yeah. I want to do I wanna have this little photography side business. I wanna I think I'm going to start interpreting dreams for you guys because I've gotten a lot of feedback on that. I've had so many people text me and say, hey, this is a dream that I had. Can you help me figure it out? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You got it. So that being said, if you have dreams, send them to me. Yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll do my best. But I think that would be fun to turn into a thing. I think I want to be more, I guess, visibly busy. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's something that we just talked about, right? Like, I think I am busy and I'm really busy on the inside and I have all these ideas and I have a lot of stuff planned out and I know what I want it to look like, but I need to actually just put the energy into doing them physically rather than just all in my head and feeling like I already accomplished it. And I don't even know if it's like feeling like you already accomplished uh, it. I think that's kind of where it goes. Really? Sometimes. You think it's just done? I think I thought about it. Well, over. I think, but it's because I think a lot about it. And so by the time it comes to doing it, I'm like, God, I already put so much work into this. Yeah. But did I do any work? No. But I mean, behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Behind the scenes. Behind the execution. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The execution needs to happen and so that's the only thing that I think is stopping me from reaching that idea of where I am because I do also see myself like doing all the same things obviously we're doing the podcast together so us traveling together doing whatever we have to do um uh doing all the things I want to do with the other businesses making sure that Brian's happy and doing what he wants to do traveling seeing spending time with my family all of that you know comes will come and I know that it's yeah. just right now we're in the grind yeah. or I'm in the grind. Yeah. I mean, you are too, for sure. Yeah. Cause we're all just in a different out. place, but yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, like it's, that's all it is. The grind is the hustle. That's what makes us tired girls. Yeah. It's because we are working so hard and trying and thinking and living and we're stuff. fucking humans. Yeah. We have dreams. We have, we have pri- I, shit. We have to do, have to do laundry, have to yeah. do some dishes, have to pick up people from the airport, have yeah. to do all kinds of bullshit, just the day to day stuff. And then we find time to do all these little extra creative side hustles and meeting with different people and becoming involved in their things that they want to collaborate with. And yeah. there's a, a lot of moving parts, but there's no way else I would like it to be. You yeah. know, I'm not a nine to fiver. Obviously, no. we both aren't. No. There's no way I would survive. No. Oh my God, no. I my clients that come in and they're like, yeah, I work in social media, but That's I don't. Funny. But yeah, and they <laughs> they just think they're that they aren't doing anything for the greater good, and they're just like, how can I get out of this? And this is what I spend all this money and time on and I don't even really like it. I'm only 27 and it's just like, fuck. Yeah. That sucks. That's yeah. a shitty place to be and I yeah. feel I feel for these people. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's kind of where like a lot of my like burnt out feeling comes from is like I'm not fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, like I am grateful when I do get to make people feel good and like I do love that. I love that about my job but I'm like I'm ready for something more. Yeah. And I'm ready for something bigger i'm ready for life to just look a little bit different yeah you know when i was 18 19 and 
kind of struggling to figure out what my next step was and where I was going to go to school and what I was going to study and all of that. I, I was a sociology major and I like super loved it. And that's the symbolism and everything that came with it is just how my brain works. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think it is easy for me to connect with people or to interpret dreams and shit like that. I, I just see things in that through those lenses. Yeah. And, um, but my mom was always like, she's a nurse. So she's always told me that I needed a skill. I needed a skill. And then your skill will help fund your hobby. And at that point I didn't really have a hobby, but I wanted it to be more on the creative side, but I didn't know how to get there. And then I wasn't being pushed for that. Like to me, school was going to be like thinking still, you know, nothing. School wasn't going to be a skill at that point. Yeah. And now I'm kind of doing exactly that where I do have my skill. I see what she means now. I get it. Like you have your skill working, doing hair, making money, killing it, hustling hard. And then you can do music on the side. Mm -hmm. You can do art on the side. You can do podcasting. You can do, you know, whatever the fuck else. But you'll, you have that foundation of the hustle. Yeah. Like that's behind you. That is something that maybe you don't, Maybe you're not 100% in love with forever that you really, really want to do, but it enables you to have all of those other things that are so much greater that make that worth it. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's where I'm at and what why I'm grateful that it's come, come to that yeah. now for me. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I love that. Yeah. Were your parents always supportive of you doing hair and all of that? No. My mom was, because my mom always wanted to do hair. So she was like, oh, I'm going to live mm. through you. It's so exciting. That's funny. Uh-huh. But my dad was did like. Did your mom go to school? Mm-mm. She oh, okay. did like, I think she maybe did like a cosmetology class. Mm-hmm. And she did like a nursing class. But no, she never went to school. Um, but my dad, no. He was like, how the fuck are you going to make money? Yeah. That's what a lot of people think. Oh, God. He was like, he was not supportive at all. He thought that, again, like, I was just doing it because it was easy. And, like, I was just going to be this, like, trashy, like, girl who worked in this, like, not so great salon. And it's just like, I think, again, that's a stereotype. And Mm -hmm. it's there. And it's a stereotype for a reason. But, like, after, like, going to the Aveda school and, like, seeing what that was all about. And I just love the Aveda philosophy in general. Like, it really spoke to me as, like, a yeah. person. So I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, it just felt right. And, like, I couldn't explain that to my dad. But then the lady who was, like, the counselor admissions lady, mm-hmm. they gave me this paper on, like, how much money a stylist could make. Yeah. And, I mean, I have a good work ethic so I was yeah. like fuck yeah and my dad was like okay we'll see and then that's when he was like well then you have to like have a business and I was like yeah I want a business like I've yeah I've, I want to work for myself at some point I just I don't I like to do my own goddamn thing yeah and it's crazy now like there's no way I could go back to any job where no. someone tells me what the fuck to no. do all the time nope. like there's no hell no there's no way hell no Fuck um, yourself. No offense, but like, no, just seriously. I don't. I'm not gonna do what you want me to do just because you want me to do it. It's like corporate bullshit. No, like nothing needs. It's, no, nope. no. Sorry, not happening. No, you're not gonna get it for me. Nope. Um, just so people also <laughs> really get a scope of what we're talking about. People at Urban Betty Salon, there's a good handful of more than handful, two, three handfuls of them 
that are making six figures doing hair. I make like 60 a year. Yeah. There's, like it's crazy to think about like and you're not and you're not uh one of the highest no. level stylists no. you know you're just, just not coasting. not you're just or yeah or you're just coasting I, but yeah I choose to be at a level three I like that yeah. I like the price point I don't want an assistant yeah um yeah yeah it's perfect so yes there's you can make money in this industry if you're someone out there that you know, isn't encouraged or is curious about this sort of job. I mean, people, it's never too late to start, which is the best thing. There were people in my class in cosmetology school that were in their 40s, you know? There are people that are 18. There are people that are upbeat and outgoing. There are people that aren't. There's me. There's Jamie. We're totally, we are totally different people, but we have a totally different clientele. And that's the best part is like, I was worried that, everyone is going to be bitchy or something, or I wasn't going to be able to connect or I wasn't going to be able to talk to people, but there's life is abundant, right? Mm -hmm. And there's more than enough for everyone. And if you have one shitty client and they don't like you, they're just not going to come back. And if you don't like them, you can make it so that they don't come back to you and you are in total control and you just create space for, you know, the people that you want to spend time with. And I fucking love that. And it's nothing to be turned off by. There's there's no real con other than you may not be able to physically do it forever, but there are plenty of people that do. Well, and I think like I think that kind of goes to the emotional. You have to have a good attitude it. about yeah, it. Yeah, is like I think that's where people don't last because it is hard. You have to have thick skin. You have to be able to communicate with somebody, like have those uncomfortable like conversations. Right. Like you have black hair, you will not be platinum and you will be orange for a little bit. Yeah. And then they get mad at you or you might have miscommunication during your consultation and like shoulder length for somebody else might be different for you or an inch for somebody else might right, be different right. or like long layers to somebody else is different. So I feel like it's impossible to please everybody, but as long as you're willing to go above and beyond to make sure that they're happy, I think that's right. the biggest thing. And yeah, like people are going to tell you that you're a cunt and that they are surprised that you let people color their hair. Like, But you have to be you have to be willing to accept things like that. I think the people I was shocked when I was in cosmetology school and 90 percent of the girls there were bitching about their clients. And I just thought to myself, do you like to eat like <laughs> well? And I thought to myself, <sighs> if you hate people why are you getting into a profession where you have to where literally your profession is dealing with people on a one-on-one basis for hours at a time like why if you're complaining about all this shit while you're in school maybe you should really reevaluate if this is how you want to spend your fucking life like i i that's just not me i always the only way I could get through it is to like look on the bright side and be like, yeah. well, this is an experience. I'm learning. I'm getting the universe is giving me this client for a reason. What am I going to learn from them? Yeah. You know, what can I give them? That's what that's the attitude you have yeah. to have to make it. And yeah. if you don't have that attitude, go have your fucking desk job. Like, but where you don't have to talk to anyone, you can email people and be a bitch. Like, yeah. do that. Yeah. But there are people in our break room that sit there and complain about their clients. And you know what? There's and I tell people them every time. shouldn't be in this fucking job. Well, like, and straight there's up. people that 
Fuck yeah, them. don't work hard. They if you're complaining about the money that I, that you don't have, right? But then you're also complaining about the people that bring you the money. Like, right? That's the thing. Somebody the other day was like, "Uh, she was down for a color, but she's actually a highlight." And I'm like, "Okay, you make more money doing a fucking highlight than a color, and like, it's, make it work. It's prettier." Yeah, I'd much rather do a fucking full head of highlights and all of her color. Right, I feel you. And there are people like, I mean, I don't make a ton of money at this point, but I don't complain about it. No. I, I because I know that I will get what I put in. This life is abundant, and life is abundant, and there is enough for everyone. Yeah. And I've seen it firsthand. I've seen people go straight from being an associate to fucking skyrocketing killing it and they're already educators two years in yeah that's absolutely nuts yeah that's fucking nuts and i'm not that person but i know it can be done and i've seen people do it at a slower pace and i've seen people do it at their own pace or i've seen i've seen it all happen and i know what my own journey is and where my boundaries are and what i'm capable of in any moment and what overwhelms me and what doesn't and i'm I'll get there. And so I don't feel any reason to complain. Yeah. There's some people that are like kind of bitchy, but you just, you just move on. Move and on. if they hate you, they are literally not going to come back. No. Like you don't have to waste your time and energy on that. Oh my God. They didn't like their hair. They hated me. They said this, like They're, there was somebody that was complaining about the same thing that happened for a week. And I was like, yeah, seriously. I told her, I was like, give it up seriously like who cares it's over she's probably not even thinking about you anymore right her hair got fixed she's happy (sighs) Mm -hmm. and fuck it who cares move on yeah that's Um, so true yeah you get what you give in this industry and i think it's really important to just like put your best foot forward and just be grateful and like like you said there's enough for everybody yeah and if you want to do like this industry is the best industry to be in if you want to be yourself right like because you can make it whatever you want yeah you know yeah if you only want to do color you can go work at a salon where you only do color yeah you can run it yourself that way you can just tell your clients hey i don't really like to do haircuts but somebody else here does here you go you know you can if you want a promotion you can fucking just get it like work hard and do it there's nobody's telling your numbers literally no one is telling you no no in our industry which is so much freedom that's that's the highlight like I know that even with you know maybe Brian and his job he can work really hard if he knows that a a position's opening that's higher up that's more of a promotion he could work really hard for it and be passed up for it yeah you know and that fucking sucks and that happens to everybody that is in that kind of career you know you can work 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 and it it doesn't matter but in our job you work, 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 you level up, you yeah. work, you level up, you work, you level up. And yeah. it's just the sky's the fucking limit. Yeah. You know, for sure. For sure. That's amazing. It's really great. Yeah. There's no other word for it. It no. is abundant. Yeah. Straight up owl, abundant energy. Yeah. Ugh. Well, do you have any other things you want to say about your journey in hair? I think I went through all of my I know. Little notes. No, I think we hit everything. I think this is a really good conversation to have. Yeah. Shout out Urban Betty. Number Urban one salon Betty. in Austin. Yes. Oh my gosh. They're Top so good. 200 salon in the whole U.S. Yep. Which multiple years in a row. Multiple years in a row, which if you think about it, there are easily 200 salons. In North Austin. In, yeah. Straight <laughs> up. Like in Austin, there have to be 200. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So 200 in the whole U.S. and Inc. 5000 company. Yeah. Which is also amazing that we're what? One of three salons that are on that? Yeah. One of two, maybe? I, yeah. I mean, I two or three, but I think it's cool. We're ran by a boss bitch who cares and straight up. I love it. And she wins all kinds of entrepreneurial awards and is recognized and that's not even what she does it for which is the best thing like she's so down to earth and so humble and caring yeah let's shout out shelly real quick what's her chart okay we'll post post shelly's chart in our um highlights story highlights i will oh my god what is she where is she at i know she's an aquarius rising she's a with the oh she's a pisces Pisces sun aquarius moon cancer rising so if she is not the embodiment of empathy yeah i and like mothering i don't know what is she is she's created an environment for us all everyone that works there all 60 something of us at this point to where we can go and grow and learn who we are as people and feel safe doing it yeah she's not gonna fire us for being two minutes late or getting a bad review or anything like that if that happens which doesn't really happen that often and even if you you are having a bad day or you maybe don't come with your best foot forward and you don't you know have I don't know you just don't represent yourself in the greatest she'll Mm -hmm. always be like okay well why yeah she's very understanding and like just wants to know and like she sees through a lot of stuff we're very very lucky to have a boss like her and i think it shows in her success what kind of person she is yeah 100 percent. there's no other way there's no other way to be that successful than to put other people first and to really care about what you do yeah thank For, you shelly yeah thank you <laughs> i want to say she i mean when i first started working at urban betty we had 30 employees one location she stopped doing hair shortly after I started working there at the front desk. And since then, the salon's doubled in size, just fucking boomed in growth because she spent so much, she spent her time and energy on the business and growing it itself. The culture. And the culture. Yeah. And everyone there, I think, is can recognize that. You yeah. Know? It's awesome. I agree. Love you, Shelly. You're great. Yes. We love you. Yep. Our salon mom. Mm-hmm. She the best. She the best. Um... If you need to get your hair done, <laughs> yeah, come to Urban Betty come if you're in Urban Austin. Betty. And if you go to their website, you can actually take a find your stylist quiz. Oh, yeah, because there are there are like 50 of us stylists. I don't even know yeah, how many, but you can take a quiz and it will match you with three of us. Um, I'll be curious if you guys do it. Let us know if you match yeah. with one of us. Yeah. I, I think it's so funny. And when I do, honestly, I fucking love my meet your stylist clients. I love them. They are they are my people straight up that quiz really works that's cool i love them they're so great um if you want to see the work that we do at work my business instagram hairstagram is these are the highlights mine is jamie glamour with an o-u-r glamour glamour jamie glamour Yep, I'm. These are the highlights. If you want to see me try and do hair, <laughs> we all do hair. We do hair. <laughs> I do hair. Yeah. I yeah, I do it. It's fine. It happens. It happens. Um, 
if you want to look at how beautiful the Urban Betty page is, I think it's just Urban Betty Salon it on is. Instagram. It's yeah. so good. Shout out Saba. Yeah, Saba. She Holla. is fucking killing it on the Instagram. She's our social media girl. That's how much of a badass ball and salon we are. We have our own social media girl. Yeah. Who like does the social media. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. keeps track of all this. She made me a Pinterest page. That's really cute. I know. And a portfolio for the website. Ugh, so. Everyone's so nice. I know. And she like just messaged me and she's like, I got all your things on Pinterest. And I'm like, what? And there they are. They're all on Pinterest. You can find me on Pinterest. So if you're searching Blonde Bob or something, you might see a picture of hair that I did on there. I love it. Isn't that so cool? Yeah, that's awesome. I know. So yes, shout out Urban Betty. We're on in Austin. There are two locations. Um, It's great. Mm -hmm. We love it. Can't say anything good enough. And if you're a stylist and you think you kind of fit the mold you might you gotta take a test (laughs) they'll send it to you yeah but apply there i mean we're growing and growing and growing so i think positive vibes only yeah exactly always always open um yeah cool i don't know there's anything else to say thank you life and universe for leading me to this space yes oh my gosh thank you so grateful for us being friends through urban buddy and like now this and just everything everything works out perfectly for a reason i was a front desk and jamie would be like call my clients no i did not (laughs) becca i'm gonna be late i'm like yeah that (laughs) that was one thing that's a real story jamie is not a morning person no hashtag tired girl yep and I worked the front desk on Saturday mornings. Well, actually, all day Saturdays by myself sometimes. Crazy. And <laughs> Jamie would be scheduled to come in at 9, and she would call me at 9.05 and be like, I'm going to be late. And I would be like, yeah. Yeah, you are. I already know. Do you want me to tell your client? Where are you? And then she finally told me. She's like, you don't have to tell me you're late anymore. I'll just tell your first one that you're on the way every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah, and some people thought I hated you, but I did not. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's really funny. It is really funny. And look at We're besties. Here we are. Best friend vibes. Aw. Thank you for letting me watch you do hair sometimes and yeah. always being down to teach me things. Yeah. And for curling my hair when I don't want to. Yeah. I love curling your hair. I love curling hair. Thanks. Yeah. Good. It's your job. It's my job. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, well... Well, all right. Thank you to the other tire girls, stylists. I know you out there listening. We love you. We love you. Your hustle is appreciated. Yes. And recognized. And I guess we'll see you next time. See you next next time. Work it out. Work it out. Work it out.